slap a rooney yeah, yeah, I have a small yeah, penis yeah. and I'd pump once and be done. And now Kirk Douglas is dead. And my career is dead. <laughs> it's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, backslappers and cousins. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that pisses off has-beens every single week. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, it's not Jen from the Jingles Department. It's fan favorite, Croge. Hello. Welcome back to the show, Croge. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I like to remind people to go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, a link to the subreddit, a link to the Discord server, a link to our merchandise, and of course... The link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. We just recorded a brand new bonus episode this past week that I'll be releasing later today, actually, right after we finish recording the show. Dick and I listened to Zoo Files. We listened oh. to a Zoophilia podcast. How was that? Terrible. Enlightening, I'm it's sure. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> we encourage our listeners to give us a five star review on iTunes or wherever you give reviews and then shit all over us in the comment section. <laughs> Unfortunately, Vic will not be here today to read reviews. She just informed me of this a minute ago. She has a one-year-old's birthday to go to. They're not going to (laughs) remember. Seriously. It's fucking stupid. You're going to miss WATP for a one-year-old? If I had any respect for Vic, it is now gone. (laughs) Today, Croge and I will be reviewing a podcast called Basic Witches. Mm -hmm. This is a suggestion that came in from Birdie, who's a Drew and Mike listener. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast hosted by Leah Knauer and Rachel LaForest. Mm-hmm. And, Croge, we listened to a very specific episode, one with a stand-up comedian yes. named Adrian Earhart. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that she's actually a comedian. I didn't hear anything funny yeah. Yeah, come out of her. No, no laughter going on. She's- I. She's got the baggage part down yeah. that every comedian needs. I didn't I didn't hear the joke part, though. Yeah, oh boy. I'll let you, since you have a lot of clips here, sum up the show for us. You got a clip that sums up this podcast? I do. I actually, I listened to two episodes because they had another episode where they had pro-witch Haley Cole. I listened to that one, too. Oh, good. We didn't even coordinate this. We have much to talk about then. We do. So I, I got an opening salvo for you. Here's three in a row, my first three. This series is called what's your sign so my number one is like that's an easy question to answer unless you're these people what is your sign um so technically i'm a cancer and my sun sign and then i have like four or five planets in gemini oh wait is your birthday june 20th no my birthday's july 7th oh okay yeah because i'm a gemini (laughs) cancer cusp which it sounded like you would have been but okay we're still so I'm a Gemini Cancer cusp with six moons in Unicorn and two Mercuries in Retrograde. It's Me like, too! Yeah, it's a whole thing. Wait, is your birthday January 1st? No, it's oh, actually shit. September 11th. I'm Wait, sorry. You mean none of this makes any fucking sense Correct. or they're making it all up? Oh, okay. Correct. But see, your sign means everything. Here's number two. This is what a sign is. I'm a Cancer sun and then a Gemini moon and a Gemini rising. Mm. And then like 
two or three other things in Gemini. So I like to talk. <laughs> ah. Me too, girl. <laughs> yeah. You could have just said you had a vagina. Yeah, exactly. I would have understood. Now, normally I'm silent, but because I have two planets in Gemini, that's why I like to talk. But my all-time favorite... I feel like you're following this better than I was. I have no idea what they're talking about. I was wrapped in attention. There were parts of this I was so fascinated by. Good. And I'll tell you what, I feel like I'm kind of the expert, Mock, because this... These, first of all, it's three of the exact same women sitting around the table. Yes. And these women are, I'm going to say 46% of the online dating community. Because yeah. I've taken this exact person out to dinner and sat across from Mediterranean, Mediterranean food and listened to this bullshit at least four separate times in my life. But number three, what is it? What else do signs do for you? Especially because, you know, I'm a Gemini. I love information. I love being on top of things. Yeah. And so I love checking Twitter the first thing in the morning to see what's trending, see what people are talking about. No. That's not true. You check Twitter the first thing in the morning because you're a fucking dopamine addict like every single other person on the fucking It doesn't have something to do with when she was born? What do you mean? I mean, if that were the case, would the other 11 signs not check Twitter first thing in the morning? No, they jump on fucking Instagram and start posting woke up like this selfies. Like, that's... that's... Wait, which sign uses Instagram? I'm, I'm writing down notes over here. I'm well, not following completely. It depends how many cancers you have in your Scorpio. Gotcha. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Can we talk about... This woman Haley is on here. Yes. Because she speaks to people's guardian angels. She sure does. She says that everybody has guides. Oh, yes. Yes. And she is able to connect with these guides and then give you information mm -hmm. from these guides. So this is just to set that up a little bit. They're talking to um, Rachel. Or no, this is Leah's guides. Mm -hmm. And she needs to get in touch with them first. Okay, Leah, I'm going to do you. Okay. You first. Okay, they will tell me <laughs> who they are, but first they have messages. Mm. Um, so I'm feeling a lot in the heart area for you. Um, and they really, they're like, she does such a good job of like meditating and, and staying silent and like really trying to stay grounded. Mm. Um, but what they really actually want you to do is focus on expanding your heart a little bit. That's, that's, that's I so don't know. Dumb. Well, <laughs> yeah. So it's literally like a horoscope reading. Yeah. You know, it, um, I have a whole... Just generic nonsense you oh, can yeah. say to anybody at any time. Uh, you know, and I have a whole bunch right in a row of the psychic readings that I can't wait to get into, but I, I would love to save it for a minute. Sure. Did you have something else you wanted to hit? Can we talk about... Well, let's let's talk about witchcraft. Like, these are basic yeah. witches. Right. Um, their guest, Adrian, that you were talking about, the stand-up comedian. Yes. She has cast spells before. Oh, she has, yes. In my number 14, she's going to tell you what spell she cast and what effect it had, and then you'll be sold. Yeah. So, and I was, like, casting spells and trying to, like, you know, harm none, do what you will, and yeah. be all good and stuff. That's amazing. Did you see your spells work? Yeah, I did. What did you do? What kind of spells? Um, I cast a spell on a friend for awareness. Oh, I asked her permission first mm, um, cool. and she got out of a bad relationship because <gasps> she was able to see like, oh, that, this, is, that. this person is not good for me. Okay. So she has magical powers. Correct. She is able to cast magic spells on people. Yeah. And the magic spell that she cast was she turned to her friend and said, excuse me, but I think you're in a really bad relationship. And with your permission, I would like to cast a spell on you so that you'll leave your bad relationship. Yeah. And then the woman left her bad relationship. Boom. Proof positive. This Proof. Works. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I'm, no one's ever dumped their boyfriend before. It must have been I'm, witchcraft. Especially if he's abusive. I mean, why right. would you ever leave a situation like that? 
Per- proof, dude. I'm sold. I'm all in. <laughs> I, I did that exact same clip. Of course. Because yeah. everyone on here talks about witchcraft. I don't think they understand. What, maybe I don't understand what witchcraft is. I just watch no. movies. So maybe I have no idea. Yeah. Because they even talk, they ask her if she still practices witchcraft. Yeah. You I have. <laughs> you you still good. practice like witchcraft? Or? Occasionally. Okay. I definitely do like the thoughts okay. and the manifestations. That's witchcraft? Yeah. So she thinks about things and tells herself she's great, and that's semi-practicing witchcraft? Yeah, and I hope I'm not stepping on anything. She even says, specifically, if I'm driving by an accident, I will think good thoughts. I'll send good vibes to those people. (laughs) That's witchcraft? These women have so little going on in their lives that they have to make up all this shit about themselves. Yeah. One of the women Mm -hmm. claims to be clairvoyant. Yes. Even though she fails miserably at it. And this is one of those tricks... That you could always get away with. I mean, we all know how this works. You say something very generic in general, and you're able to move it in any direction, and eventually someone will say, yeah, that is me. Yeah. She fucking swings and misses on this one. A, a piece of candy popped into my mind, like oh. old-fashioned. Like a, like a um, you know how candy wrappers have like that on the side, the triangles and the circle? Does any of that mean anything for something sweet, or like is it a candy I don't like candy. Uh, I don't know what that is. Okay, maybe we'll find out when we draw. I used to draw candy. Hmm. I don't know. I'm practicing telling people when when I get images. Okay. Because I'm clairvoyant, so it, maybe it could mean out. something. Yeah. yeah. I think you might not be clairvoyant there, dummy. Yeah, that is a swing and a miss right there. She literally says, because they're doing a tarot card reading. Yeah. And she's getting a vision, and she says, oh, I'm, I'm picturing candy. And then when she doesn't get the reaction, she's like, or something sweet. Yeah. Like, yeah, the yeah. most generic thing ever. Like, uh, my grandfather was really a sweet guy. That's it. That's what. That's the vision I was getting. She couldn't get anything connecting there at all. Well, and amazing. Imagine, imagine going there like, did you used to eat candy when you were a kid? <laughs> right. Whoa. Uh, How could anyone possibly know that? I got free Halloween candy every year when I was a kid. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. So, can I throw a few at you, Carl, that are a a psychological profile I've assembled? Now, as I mentioned, this is in both episodes I listened to, three of the exact same person sitting around a table. Yep. Uh, This first one is is kind of a compilation, but it's called These Women Are Fucked. It's my number four. When Mm -hmm. I was in rehab, it was like the day that I got into a super toxic relationship. And I stayed in that for like five years. I developed like an eating disorder and I had like really bad depression and anxiety Mm. Um, I got like put on academic probation with I definitely like leaned more towards alcohol. Um, I had a really fun night at UConn one time. Yeah. I, I threw up in a Jasmine costume. Yeah, that sounds oh about God. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and God bless these ladies because the world needs them. But these are the drunken rehab flunking out of college girls who were covered in slutty costumes and covered in puke. Like it's it's this whole image like they've all been in rehab. They have these horrifying traumas. These women are disasters. Oh, absolutely. And then we're going to add and look, I'm not making light of this. I'm not making jokes about it, but they spend a lot of time on it. So let's talk about it because it's a very important part of their profile. um, they're in the middle of one of the readings and one of the hosts starts crying and then this exchange happens. It's my number five. That's energy that I've worked on how to be better about through like rounds of therapy and things, but it's just... I'm falling back into it. Yeah. And I totally understand. I, and cause you, you were assaulted, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I've been assaulted too. So I, mm-hmm. I totally understand where you're coming from. So everyone around the table, victim of horrifying sexual assault. And that's, that sucks. Here's number six. This is Adrian talking about it. 
Probably every witch in history probably was raped at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know it's impossible to hear through the vocal fry, but what she says there is every witch in history has been raped. And what is going on here, in my personal humble opinion, yeah. these are people who are having a hard time to begin with. We've got addiction. We've got childhood trauma that they talk about. we got all this shit. We add in some horrifying sexual, psychological trauma. And these are people who are grasping so hard to be special, to have something to believe in. Because if you can believe that these magic stars and the essential oil and the magic crystal are going to save you and heal you and help you sleep at night and fade off the, the, the flashbacks and the nightmares and all the symptoms of PTSD. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're trying so fucking hard to be special. Croce, they're professional victims. Oh, my God. And they can't wait to talk about how they were victimized, who victimized them, what it's done to them, how they're having their journey yeah. to somehow come back from it. Cause I don't know if you know this, but my car got broken into when I was 22 years old. I had no effects CDs stolen right out of my car. I'm still getting over it. Yeah. Well, and I would ask you, how did you heal from that, Carl? My number 15. <laughs> yeah, okay, they, this is crazy. They ask Adrian. Yeah. Now, now listen, Carl. This, you're, gets, tough. this gets tough to talk about right now. Well, here. hold on, though. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you this honestly because, Carl, you're known for many things. You're a musician. You're a podcaster. But you're known among the people who know and love you for your compassion. Correct. And so. <laughs> Compassionate Carl, they call me. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we all call you to your face. I mean, that's how you sign your birthday card. It's, you know. <laughs> So my number 15, they ask Adrian, how did you overcome your sexual assault? I don't have any um, rape triggers, fortunately. That's good. I have like weird emotional stuff. May I ask like, how I'm good? May I ask how you like came back from that personally, spiritually, you know? Or you mean it, I when had she sex with him again? Really? Of my volition. Mm. Now, again, they're all talking over each other. But what she said was, I overcame my rape by having sex with him again. You know what this reminded me of? Go ahead. Adam Carolla used to talk about the victim when a female teacher in high school would have sex with the student. And he would say, if a crime is committed and the victim jerks off to that crime, there is no victim in this case. <laughs> I don't know if that relates to this at all. I'm just throwing that out there. Just kind of connected in my head. Well, now, now this, is, this is troubling on a lot of levels, and I'm the last guy that should talk about this. But so she's saying the best way to overcome your rape is to sleep with your rapist. Yeah. Then she says number 16, and my fucking head explodes. I um, married that guy. Wow. Oh, that was the first. Wow. It was like Stockholm Syndrome-y, and yeah. he was uh, uh, regretful. Mm. and She married the guy. Yeah. And then it turns out and, uh, you know, hold your breath, hold on to your seat. Yeah. He was a terrible guy. He abused her. He cheated on her. No now, shit. I know it's tough to like, you know, you're going to marry a guy who rapes people. And then you're like, wait a second. He's not a good guy, but he's the guy that raped me. How could he not be a good guy? If only there was a warning sign. And my question, you Carl, am I fucking <laughs> missing something? These people are so stupid. Uh, They're I mean, looking for answers. But all they have to do is look at themselves and go, am I making good decisions in life? You're not. It's crazy. I want to talk about Adrian because she's very proud of the fact that she's a slut now. Yeah, a lot of talk about Dick. I froze my eggs and I just started <laughs> fucking. You did it all. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you want to get over someone, get under someone else's. So yeah, it's been um, awesome. <laughs> I forgot that there's other Dick out there. <laughs> she's crafty. Just 
so fun. that's how you get over all this drama and, and trauma. Yeah. Is to just fuck as many people as possible. I also want to talk about she's just broken up with this guy and everyone knows this these people yeah they're all they have personal relationships so they're talking about shit i don't know what they're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. like oh yeah that guy now he's with that girl oh yeah i know that girl but you're like okay no one knows what you're talking about so she explains that her ex wronged her mm-hmm. i know who he's with i know her very well and i know what he did to me and mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't want to think about it but then previously she talked about how she got into the relationship and completely changed. We had agreed uh, when we got married to not have kids. Mm-hmm. And then um, kind of changed my mind about that. And I I didn't really uh, say it a lot, mm-hmm. but like he could feel it. So you were yeah. married to a guy that you had agreed not to have children with. Mm-hmm. Then you decided you did want children, didn't talk about it with him. <laughs> Just held this belief, yeah. held it over him. I think maybe you're the fucking problem, dummy. Yeah, That's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't change your mind, but maybe talk through it a little bit. You mean communication should be part of a mature relationship? I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I mean, Or they can have a tarot card reading or whatever they do <laughs> to communicate with each other. I don't know exactly what that is. I, just one last thing about this Adrian woman. Because not only is she a slut, She's also a big weed head. Yes. She doesn't... I just said weed head. Yeah. I've never used that term before in my life. I was she, looking down at my, the name of my clip and it says weed. I think she did like three marijuanas. <laughs> I know. She's a weed head. Watch out for this girl. She's a big weed head. Fuck me. But she's even terrible at being a druggie. Because mm-hmm. I've never heard this advice before. I'm just making sure that you have batch testing in here. That would be great. Oh, tell us more about that. You know, I'm in cannabis. Yeah. Uh, You shouldn't smoke things that don't have uh, certificates of analysis and test results. What the fuck kind of advice is that? Don't smoke shit that don't have a certificate of analysis? I have a message for the kids out there. Smoke drugs, figure it out later. Yeah. Whatever happens to you, you'll figure it out later. It's fine. You can't go through life worried about every fucking chemical you put in your body. You just got to push through. (sighs) Certificate of analysis? I can't imagine asking my drug dealer for that. <laughs> I think he'd be pretty offended. What's the pedigree on this case? Yeah. He's like, you You and I both know that it's mostly baby laxative. I'll just fucking take the baggie. Go home. Uh, so anyway, I found that to be shocking. That is magnificent. It's terrible advice. Yeah. There's so much bad advice going on in here. Oh, oh my goodness. But then there's also really good practical advice, too, going back to our friend Haley Cole. And when it says pro-witch, does that mean that she's a professional witch or that she's for... proponent of witchery. She's a proponent of witchery. Okay, thank you. I wasn't sure what that meant. But uh, she does have some really good advice here. Um, Making sure you do like a chakra clearing meditation every day. Mm. And I'll imagine to you like every day um, a light coming from up above me and like through my crown chakra. Okay. And throughout all of them. And it actually goes out of me and into the earth's core. So okay. it's like regrounding me and the energy's always flowing. Mm. Um, so doing something like that, that's like a quick thing that you can do every, whew, every, every day. morning. Um, so that makes sense. I just have one question for you, Croach. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> what the fuck is that mean? You didn't follow that? I didn't follow any of that. She's using words I've never heard before. The yeah. fuck is going on on this show? Oh, yeah. It's amazing how much made up bullshit can be crammed into one thing. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because 
they start off the show, they're talking about how they're going to do a tarot card reading. Yeah. For everyone. Yes. Later in the show. I enjoyed that. Which is amazing because if you think about the psychics that do tarot card readings, there's a stigma there that they're uh, just stealing your money. Right? Yeah. And it's weird to me that there could even be a tarot card reading for the entire audience. Yeah. But they do. They, They do it. And they... Put that information right next to asking for money on Patreon. <laughs> yes, and we had an awesome card pull. And I want to remind everyone that whenever you're listening to this is divine timing. So the card pull is for you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a lot of other good stuff for you, too, if you become a patron. It just seems like oh. poor timing, doesn't it? Oh. It just seems like a bad time to talk about. I, I love the excuse, though, that it's divine timing. Like, at least <laughs> when Dionne Warwick was running her 900 number back in the day, there at least be somebody there asking for your birthday and that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, this is just like, no, whenever you press play, that is the goddess of the earth telling you that this is the time that you can hear it, and that's why it's meaningful Yeah, I mean, you. spirituality uh, definitely comes through an MP3 file. Oh, yes. That you oh, yes. download onto your phone and then play through Bluetooth through your car stereo. Oh, yeah. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> because at the end of the episode with Haley, she actually does a fucking horoscope reading for the entire audience. At least with the horoscope, you're one out of 12. Yeah. With this, it's just like anyone listening to this. This is specifically for you. Yeah. So a lot is, this is fun. It's actually kind of cool. So a lot of people around this time might be feeling like it's kind of groups of two. Some people might be feeling like a lot is falling into place and they're really excited, but they're scared a little bit. Work through the fear. That's a big thing. I love this shit, man. Just say, like, multiple emotions. You're happy, but you're also a little bit fearful, but you're excited, but you're upset. Yeah. Yeah, Am I talking to you, Crozier? Are you following this? It's like you've been reading my diary. Yeah, I have. It's actually (laughs) crozierblog.edu. Can't get enough of it. Yeah. It's a popular site. Uh, So since we're on this vein, Carl, I got a whole bunch in a row to unleash on you. I apologize in advance. So... Uh, pro which Haley Cole does a reading for the other two cunts at the table. Yeah. Let's start right at number seven. And so right now you have one foot. They're showing me like one foot going and then one that's like almost in the past and then you're trying to bring it forward. Oh my god! And so they really want you <clears throat> to focus on just letting that go because just it almost in, feels like... Just in therapy. Can I interrupt the guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just in therapy this week, we were talking about how sometimes I'm one foot in and one foot out of things. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Wow. And then you say <laughs> that. That's so crazy. So the woman who's in therapy for severe PTSD is talking to the other women who are both in therapy for severe PTSD. And somehow something <laughs> came up that's common to people who have this disorder and are in therapy for it. They have one foot in, they have one foot out. Now somehow the guides knew that. That's just divine intervention, Carl. There's no nothing underhanded here. Number eight, they talk about this. You got to have one foot in and two fingers in your rapist. (laughs) And so they really want you to focus on this beautiful new wave that's coming in that feels like a better fit. Does that make sense? Yes. And I feel that. And we've had several witches tell us, for basic witches at least, that like around April, springtime is supposed to. So I've been expecting spring to already be like exciting. Now, so 
These people who are all super public about witchcraft and Wicca and all that fucking happy horse shit, where the change of seasons, specifically the spring and the equinox, is the biggest event in the entire year, somehow (laughs) the spirits predicted that this would be a big time for these people who make this holiday that they've invented the biggest fucking holiday ever, and it's been like six millennia old. Okay, somehow In their defense... It sounds like a lot of things are lining up over here. Maybe they actually know what they're talking about. Maybe. Maybe she's they're certainly not contradicting. They're not like Seamus contradicting themselves left and right. Yeah. Maybe uh, there's actually something to this and we need to look a little bit further. And then we keep going. Here's number nine. More advice. But now they really want to fo- you to focus on the way that you feel about yourself and your thought process about yourself mm. because it's a very inward game that you need to play now. Totally. Oh, this is another thing I talk with my therapist about. (laughs) You don't say. Shocking. So the three people who are undergoing cognitive behavioral therapy are getting advice from the gods to use the techniques of cognitive behavioral therapy. Interesting. Holy fucking shit. I'm fucking shocked. Then number 10. I'm sold. And don't even tell me that the gods wouldn't know this, Carl, because they would know it. But they don't. They don't want you to do is to roll over in bed and like look at your phone. That's what uh-huh. I do. Um, uh-huh. Which is something I do too. And yeah. so it's a message for a lot of people. So this woman has tapped into the ancient Wiccan gods and goddesses from millennia past, yes. and their advice is. Don't look at your phone. Right. Thanks a fucking lot. <laughs> you don't think that that's true? Now I got three in a row here that I fucking love, man. Okay. Here's bad guess number one like an opportunity that's right in front of your face mm. does that no but if that opportunity wants to okay like... so it. yeah i know again the most generic bullshit you, you could have made up anything yeah you're doing a podcast there's an opportunity someone might listen to it yeah that could be an opportunity nope. swing and a miss i don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about here's number 12 now i'm getting about meeting you like in are you and i trying to be virtual together right now in some sort of astral? What? Are you doing that right now? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just a bit outside. Are you trying to be virtual with me right now? And the other woman says, ha, 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 no. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, how, how would one even do something like that? What do you mean? I think they were getting it on in the spiritual plane, or at least the one woman thought so. I don't know. Here's number 13. I am... Being very open to a relationship right now, so I think it might have something. Oh, to do some, with that. oh, that's crazy because right before you said that, <laughs> there we go. It was a guy. It was a guy in like a black suit. So somebody mm. dressing up. You're like looking for someone who cares about how they appear, and you're not ashamed about that. You you're, want someone you looking who cares. for a fancy man? I guess <laughs> fancy I man didn't in a that, but he can have a tux on. So, oh, Jesus Christ, just go along with that. And, and I know it's hard to follow because they all talk over For the each sake other. Of the podcast, just go along with that. But the one broad says, you know, I'm open to a relationship. And the, and the reader goes, oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. Right before you said that, I got this signal from the other side, and you're looking for a guy that dresses nice. And the other woman goes, what? No, what? Huh? <laughs> I mean, Which I is guess? the most generic shit ever. Holy Why shit. Why wouldn't you just say, yeah, that would be great. What the fuck? I we... like a guy with a fashion sense. <laughs> I mean, these 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 women fail at witchcraft and improv. Right. They can't do any of this. Yeah, it's yes and, dummy. Oh, my God. At least pretend that your guest knows what the fuck they're talking See, about. There, there if you you're all going to play along in this fucking spiritual nonsense. If we're all pretending the crystals are magic, then fucking pretend the crystals are magic and get, say, yeah, of course, that's exactly what I'm looking for. So... Not only does Haley tap into the guides 
of not just the two hosts of the show, but also all of the listeners. Yeah. But she actually reveals who those guides are because, Croge, if we all have these guardian angels... Of course. I'd like to know who's watching me jerk off every morning. Yeah, seriously. You know, just, just so I can, like, give a nod or something. So I thought this was interesting because we were, you were talking about spirituality and kind of like Eastern bullshit. And, and, you know, obviously these types of philosophies go back to pagans and go back oh, many yeah. Yeah, millennia. Yeah. And uh, she reveals who the members are on Rachel's team. Okay. Um, so they you have um, Jesus very heavily on your team. I don't know how, how religious you <laughs> are. But how does he feel about being on there? <laughs> uh oh. He's actually a lot cooler than people think. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's, he's a, a bad rap. Yeah, he gets a bad rap. He's cool. Um, but he's on he's on there. He actually I gotta he, pause it. I'll, I'll pick it up in a second. Yeah. Jesus gets a bad rap? Yeah. What are they talking about? People yeah. praise him. Every day, not stop. <laughs> really steps in heavily when when people go through assault, really, um, because he's such a sacred masculine presence, and he's so good with healing work, mm. and so he steps in okay. pretty heavily. Um, and then Archangel Michael's on your team pretty heavily too. And and what does he symbolize again? Archangel Michael and Jesus yeah. are her guardian angels? Are they just fucking pulling from every nonsense bullshit made up thing ever invented? It's so funny. <laughs> Focus on one thing. Yeah, I, I, I had a bunch of those and left them out, but then, yeah, they start naming all these other Greek goddesses and shit. Yeah, and there's like, Apollos oh, in there and Jesus. Like, you can't have them both playing in this game. Well, but again, <laughs> you, you are so special. Yes. You are so special that Jesus follows you every day, along with all these fucking gods that we read about in all these books that we pass around to each That's other. That's a good point. It's it's yeah, it's it's a whole thing. You are the fucking light. You are the. the, 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 the. And I just want to point out this Adrian Earhart person mm -hmm. has a lot of fucking problems. Yeah. And I don't even know if she realizes it, that she admits it all the time. I yeah. had so much trauma untreated mm, um, that I was just angry all the time. Mm -hmm. I still kind of am. It reminds me of that Mitch Hedberg joke. <laughs> I used to do drugs. Still do, but I used to, too. Yeah. Uh, this woman is a disaster. Also, in that interim, I was getting off of an antipsychotic that they'd put me on right after my stepdad died. Yeah. And I didn't wean off of it. I abruptly stopped it mm -hmm. and nearly killed myself. I don't yeah. know if that was in that super clip that you did, but there are so many things this woman says that are just yeah. the reddest of red flags. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about the first date. Holy shit. Oh, she and she talks about the abuse she got from her parents, the abuse she got from her friend's parents. The I mean, it's it's a nonstop oh. fucking train wreck that never, crows, just never ends. You'll be shocked to know that she has daddy issues on top of that. Really? My friends are out having fun without me. Fuck them. I'm happier here. You're punishing yourself. Mm -hmm. And like, I, f I get that from my father. And I... I feel that in me that I want that. Because he does that to himself and yeah, he did that yeah. to Okay, He's just super depressed. I don't really know him very well, but he's super depressed. Okay. And I, he just lives in Florida <laughs> being weird, doing the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I make sure that I don't even order the same thing when I go to a restaurant. That's how badly I don't want to be like him. That is the definition of daddy issues. Yeah. She doesn't even know this guy, but changes her behavior just to show him that I'm not like you, dad. Yeah. yeah. I love the chicken wrap, and I'm not getting that this time. Oh, yeah. And I learned those traits from someone who spent zero time with me as a child. <laughs> right. What? I get that from my dad. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What's well, just fuck? a personality thing, you idiot. And meanwhile, 
maybe doing the same thing every day is what you fucking need, honey. Yeah. Like, maybe try getting some discipline, some, some actual fucking reason for being in your life. Maybe strive towards something bigger than yourself. Or no, just sit and fucking rub essential oils on your forehead and pretend you got a third eye that can see the spiritual world. I mean, either one's fine. These women talk about Patreon a lot and donating to the show. Yeah. And I watched their Patreon video. They need oh, wow. money. Is that why there's tissues everywhere and lotion? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they need. They are in a bathtub together. <laughs> they need money, and you got to donate to their cause. But they find ways to save money, which I think is frugal and important. <laughs> this is their intro music. Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Fucking thing sucks. That's not that's not them just doing that. That's a recorded version that they use at the beginning of every single episode. Yeah. They're like, we got it. That's good. Nailed yeah. it. That's our intro. Yeah. You ever uh, heard of an instrument? Well, when you're that much of a natural, you can just take the first take and you're good to yeah, go. Yeah, that's man. a good that, point. Pack it, wrap it, ship it. That's good to go. I love how fucking crazy this Haley Cole person is <laughs> because when she just starts talking, she says things, for example, she literally admits that she has voices in her head. Mm-hmm. This one God named Lou, he's been there a lot. <laughs> Lou. Lou. Um, Apollo stepped in recently for me too. Um, and then McKeezel Jack is always someone who's on my team. Um, and then I have Lakshmi. She's very mm. heavily with me a lot. Aphrodite, I love her. Um, Do we all have different voices? So to me, I kind of hear my own voice, but sometimes it changes. <laughs> Lady, you're not supposed to have voices in your head. Well, that's even better, though. I hear my own voice in my head, so it must be ancient gods talking. <laughs> right. It's obviously Apollo. It's not my inner monologue. That's silly. That's crazy talk. The god of war is yeah. in my head for some reason. Oh, what the fuck? And she even goes on to explain that she's beyond this planet and this world. Oh. I open up every once in a while if I'm feeling a little... Like I'm slipping, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm getting too in my human or if I'm worrying about things, then I'll take some time and just like focus and, and reconnect and ask kind of what's going on. Funny, I've never heard in my human. I was going <laughs> to comment on that too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like you're actually an alien. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they just realized that all of this is fucking nonsense yeah. and that this woman is a bullshitter, except yeah. for they didn't. Except for they've learned nothing from this. There's even a, a point, and I, I left this on the cutting room floor as well. She's like, oh, yeah, when I do something that's really woo-woo, I'll go and clean the house or something. I'm like, well, yeah, because you know you're fucking crazy and you're like, well, if any other people are going to even tolerate my existence, I better do something productive. The shit that they talk about in this show, and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. When Alex Jones talked about taking LSD to talk to aliens in San Francisco, I believe that's more probable and plausible than anything this woman is making up about spirit guides and goddesses who are there to help guide us through life. You mean given the choice of clockwork elves who dictate our entire reality. Correct. And... Uh, I knew you'd latch out of this one. Jesus and Mohammed following this one woman around to help her fucking talk to the gods while she stares at Twitter every morning. Right. You'd pick the clockwork elves. Of course I would, wouldn't you? I'm, I'm with you on that. At yeah. least El Chose has more credibility than this woman. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, sentence you thought you'd never say. You this. fucking know all about this shit. <laughs> all right. 
this is this part's great because they ask her to give a translation or whatever the word channel all of these guides yeah. for the listeners. And that's already fucking nonsense. They say, can you do this? She's like, sure. Oh, yeah, right there, she'd be like, so then you're just making all this up. Okay, <laughs> at least pretend you're not making this up. Uh, but I love that she has to ask for specific information in order to get this correct. Would yeah. you be able to give, like, our listeners, whenever this comes out in a couple of weeks, say, like, I don't know if you can intuit this or ask the guides, but any collective energy they might need to hear about. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. Okay, Awesome. Awesome. Is it coming out the second week of February, do you think? Uh, around. Something around that. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's going to talk to all of the guides of all of the listeners. But wait, when's this show coming out? Yeah. I, I got to be specific about the date here. Is it is it the a.m. or the p.m. of February 18th? Because that's going to change the collective energy reading yeah. that I'm about to give. It's like, dummy, we're not falling for it. It's going to come out in never. No one's going to hear it. <laughs> Whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Fucking stupid. Uh, what else do I have on the board? Are you all done with clips? I got two more of these oh, ladies okay. that I'd love to play for. Okay, great. My number 17. Oh, um, yeah, I got this too. Yeah, this is just some hard evidence, Carl. I mean, I was thinking about that while driving the other day, just how nature is so powerful and how it's interesting. We all pretty much agree she's, she's a she, mm-hmm. mother nature, mm-hmm. and yet then we made up or humans made up like a man in the sky to try to be beyond that. Mm -hmm. But like what we truly know, like what we have evidence for the most powerful being we know is mother nature. Mm -hmm. And it's a fucking woman. Pussy is God. (laughs) Well, that's retarded. Now what they said there, the invisible man in the sky, that's a made up bullshit. The invisible woman in the earth well, that we have evidence for, Carl. Yeah. That's what we know. That's, that's amazing. That's what we know to be That's true. amazing. We know Mother Nature is female. The well, fuck? well, no, it's just, that's just a, a word we use, Mother yeah. Nature. What the fuck? But we know it's feminine. <laughs> but the masculine energy in the sky, that's just a made of bullshit. That's, that what? was hilarious. I had the same clip, of oh, course. Oh, God. They're so stupid. See, the yin is totally real. The yang is absolutely false. <laughs> right? Why? Get it that way. Wow. You can't do that. It's like the concept of heaven. It's only good. There's nothing bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Of course that exists. Uh, But I do love that this woman who only practices witchcraft from time to time is very excited to be hanging out with other witches. What are you, what are you, what's happening? I'm freaked out. (laughs) Because I haven't been around like other witchy power. Yeah. uh, And I feel so connected mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and like you're right and this is yeah so by hanging out with other witches and feeling witchy power do you mean hanging out with idiots and talking about nonsense yes yeah. because that's, that's all this show wants. i think that's exactly what she means and i just want to play they have a fucking ad read they're terrible at ad reads uh, and there's something specific about this that bugs the shit out of me that i'll talk about after we hear it Help, help, I need help reading this ad. <laughs> Leah, it's better help. Oh. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Yeah, that's why we have this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Life. We all need a little bit of help. And that's where better help comes in. That's better help, H-E-L-P. They had to spell the word help? She goes, help, help. Oh, it's actually for a thing called better help. Oh, is that why I was saying help? Wait, what word are we talking about? Oh, H-E-L-P. We know. We get it. Why did they spell that? 
Use the promo code Opie. That's O-P-I-E. Opie. Yeah. We know how to spell four-letter words, everybody. Stop it with that. And, I mean, talk about a targeted ad. Every person listening to this for real needs a heavy dose of therapy. I mean, is probably listening to this on their way home from the therapy session. They're always here. It's so funny. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you. I agree. Here's my last one, Carl. This is number 18, and I want you just for a second, just for one second, imagine a partner actually saying this to you, number 18. I told my man I want to be thanked every single time after we have sex because I'm the one carrying the load of preventing a baby from happening. I want to be thanked after sex? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm the one pulling out and shooting it on your face, asshole. Yeah, right. Why aren't you thanking me? What the fuck? I was trying not to get it on your pillow. I know I got a little bit there, but come on. I'm thanking you. Imagine the mindset that goes into that. It's not two people being intimate and connecting at a serious level. You should thank me after this transaction. What? Speaking of thanking people. people. Yeah, no shit. Speaking of thanking these people, you know those gods like Jesus and Michael? Yeah. Do you know what they like? They like thanks also. I had a coach who taught me about it. And she also called it a team. She mm-hmm. can call. She was like, "You can call them your angels or your team." I'm not religious, so mm-hmm. um, I I have just said my team. And she was like, "They really love acknowledgement. They do. They yeah. love when you just say like, hi, I yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I want to do that right now. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's some bullshit." Is that really why they're doing this? Because they need to get recognition and thanks from people? Because if that's the case, they've abandoned me years ago. Yeah. I am not thankful for any of this bullshit. Yeah, that's some naughty bullshit. It was funny when Haley was was doing these, channeling the guides, because for Leah, it was all good. And then for Rachel, it was like she was a fucking disaster. And I want to play a clip of that and then translate what she's saying for you. It feels like almost one day it's really good. The next day it's okay. And then... Trying, you're trying to find yeah. this middle ground that's a little bit difficult right now because of because yeah. it's all just stuck. Like things just feel a little stuck. So all I heard there was your podcast stinks. <laughs> your podcast stinks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nailed it. Yeah. Got some work to do on the old podcast there, ladies. Uh, all right, Crush. Uh, I don't know what else to talk about. Yeah, with these, I'm done. I'm with done these with these things. I mean, what the fuck? It, like, for, for real, for real, for real, please get the help you need, ladies, for real. Like, do, do the one. I have, Croge, a new song on the board that really? we're going to debut oh. right now. This one comes in from not PJ, not Jen from the Jingles Department. But our friend Doug White Ooh. from Watchman Studios at it again. Nice. He's been an amazing contributor as of late. Yeah. And knocks it out of the park with this one. Carl, Jen, Kaya, Crows, Andy, Vinny, Digi, Bro, Dick, Jim, Florentine, Todd, Seamus must be seen. Opie, John, Justin, Brown, Maddox, Maps, DLR, Chewed Gum, Shame, Cast, Who's Right, We Had a Blast. Kyle, Luke, 
Chopper Grace, TDS, a disgrace. Who's right back packing light? Polly Shore, give me more. Vic Ryan ONA, Podcast Zero Every Day. Howard Stern, Sleepy Cast, Pizza Party Podcast. Justin Brown, Kevin and Brandon can't be found. Incel podcast, life is short with Justin Long. Artie Lang, Scooby Doo's, New Zealand movie reviews. How did this get played? Most podcasters will not say. Sad cast, tinfoil hat, Discord page, roast and chat. It's these podcasts we all hate. Give us episode 88. Carbon start the fire. Podcasts are always burning since they started turning. Carbon start the fire. Well done, Mr. White. Dog White, holy we shit, We do man. appreciate that. <laughs> That was a fucking ride, yeah. man. Wow. This guy's paying attention. Yeah, That's seriously. my takeaway from that. He also sent me all the lyrics. I'm reading through that. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even remember half of this shit. Who's Kevin? Yeah. It's awesome. Oh. Right. The best part is I can see him. He's got somebody in the vocal booth staring at their phone, singing in the microphone, and he's sitting there editing the, you know, what he's probably saying. And then he turns on the talk back and goes, can we try that one more time? Yeah, he's and not even paying attention. Yeah, goes right back to editing this. Yeah. Sound a little pitchy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> try that one more time. Awesome. Uh, All right. We have to talk about the new person I'm more fascinated with than anyone else in the world right now is, of course, stuttering John Melendez. Yes. This guy is amazing. He threatened us again, so I think we have to start there. Yes. I know you have some clips. I have some clips. Let's start with him threatening me because he does this show on YouTube now where he just reads questions and then answers them. Yeah. Which is not a good format for him. No, and it, it goes for reasons, as well. For reasons I'll get into. Yeah, it goes as well as one might expect. <laughs> yeah. So this is him threatening us specifically. Jake S. at Rick Roll at 10. You ever follow up with your lawyer about that show that's obsessed with you? Which one? There seems to be more and more. You know, it boggles the mind if you think about it. You know, out of the 300,000 podcasts there are, you know, I mean, there are so many podcasts that... You know, these, and I know it's like these, you know, I don't even want to mention, I'm not mentioning them, but I know where they live. I know I have their address. I know everything about them. I know what they do for a living. I, I, you know, I'm already doing things behind the scenes to fuck them over, which, 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 which will happen. Okay. So I want to point something out here. What Suttering John is saying is that he knows where I live. He knows where I work. Yeah. He's working behind the scenes to fuck me over, which will happen. Oh yeah. In what world is that not a threat. <laughs> right, Crush? I feel like he's threatening me. Yeah. Right? Does, it does kind of sound like that. And I know that the question was, if you talk to your attorney, I'm guessing the attorney would say, stop threatening this person <laughs> on your show that's available on the internet because it's not a good look. Yeah. It's not going to work well when we go to court. But there is a reason why we make fun of Stuttering John, and he outlines that here. But I just don't understand. You got... If you're supposed to be analyzing podcasts and all you do is analyze the same one, then you're not really doing what your podcast is set out to do. No. You're supposed to analyze the 
thousands of podcasts. Oh, but you're not. Oh. You're focusing on a few because you got a bug up your ass about the fact that I'm way more successful and will always be more successful than you have ever <laughs> have been and or ever will be. <laughs> I love that his defense is, Carl, you're doing your show wrong. I know! I'm not looking for advice from you on how to podcast, dummy! If I need someone to help me with my format or segments or bits, I'm not going to come to you for that advice. Yeah. Oh. And and trust me, John, we're making fun of lots of podcasts. I promise you that. Yeah. We're, we're doing our job over here. Don't worry about that. Yeah. All right, so then he uh, gets into this a little bit further and gets more into the uh, attorney and the work they're going to be doing to uh, to sue us. You're a bunch of losers. Losers. Rochester. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Strong words. Uh, but yes, I have been talking to my attorney. There are a lot of things going on. There are a lot of things I'm talking to my attorney about. He's in New York. There's a lot of things that you're going to hear about soon in the news. <laughs> yes, in the news. Yes, could you imagine coming up next on CNN? <sighs> some has been threatens a podcaster with a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. We're going to break it down with full analysis. Well, just just imagine for one second if there was an actual reality where he picks up the phone to a lawyer and goes, "Listen, someone is being mean to me on the internet." <laughs> Fuck, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Get your shit together, buddy. So I, I want to play a couple of examples of these questions that come in that are pretty funny. Yeah. And how John handles them. Yeah. Jay Miller at jmill three two four zero eight four five zero. A couple questions. How jealous of you of Shalom Shuli headlining big venues while you're doing diners? Does it bother <laughs> you that High Pitch is more popular than you on Cameo? And how much do you regret leaving Howard? So you would think that if he's going to be reading haters bashing him yeah. as questions on his show, that he probably handles it well yeah, and does a good job of turning that into comedy. Yeah. Nope. Here's his answer to that. All right, Jay. You know, I, it's, it's like almost, it's like I'm going to go to sleep from the same questions over and over again, Jay. Okay. First of all, you're a loser. <laughs> Secondly, I have done the biggest venues in the world stand up. The Electric Factory. The fucking Grove Theater in Anaheim. I mean, the 4th and B in San Diego. I've done plenty of big venues. Tempe Improv. Whoa! <laughs> that dropped off quick, didn't it? Whoa! You ever heard of the Improv in Tempe? I played there, too. I was wow. the host that night, but still. Yeah. Dude, so, I, I once took a shit in an Applebee's in Buffalo. It's so yeah. it's so bizarre to me that this fucking idiot is reading comments from haters and thinking he's gonna win them over <sighs> by explaining that he used to do things. Yeah, it's yeah. Cr- that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's another great uh, a great question that I thought was really funny. Why is your podcast in the comedy genre sort of misleading from Holocaust Holocaustologist, which is just another <laughs> douchebag loser at over nine thousands loser. You're a loser. Like, why is he reading these questions? He's not handling it well. He just calls everyone a loser. Yeah. That's a funny question. Like, why is your podcast in under comedy? There's nothing funny about oh, it. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. I have to talk about this because I learned about it from our subreddit. Yeah. There's a show called Revenge of the Sis. Okay. And they have a video breaking down 
the YouTube video that was this podcast. Okay, Considering yeah. John put out. Gotcha. And I guess these two guys make fun of YouTubers. Oh, there you go. And they they seem to be somewhat in the... <laughs> Wait a second. They don't have any content of their own. <laughs> yeah, right. They just make fun of other people. What a bunch of losers. Yeah. Well, maybe they could do their own show. Then it would give them the right to... All right, so this is a clip... That I just thought was very funny because they're making fun of Stuttering John. Somebody says, who's currently less relevant in 2020, Opie or Stuttering John? Stuttering John. It's a tough one, man. I know. No, it is. It's a tough one, but... Um... Oh, man. Oh, this is hard. I can get into this debate. This Opie, is a good one. God damn. Janice, Janice Adams in the chat just fucking broke me because I don't know... I feel like one of those Westworld robots yeah. that's like just picked up a photograph of the outside world, yeah. and I'm like, oh no, I, I don't see. And even the everybody's saying John, yeah, John. I mean, I yeah, you know what? I gotta go with stuttering John. I think because um, Opie, if Opie called, let's say this: if Opie called, let's say uh, like Louis J. Gomez or like Dave Smith or somebody, he get on a show and said, yeah, I want to come on your show. They'd probably be like, yeah, let's have Opie on. Fuck it. I don't know if Stuttering John would. He couldn't even get on the Stern Post show. (laughs) No, you know what? I got to give it to you. No, John is more pathetic. Here's why. People are still, even if they're doing it in a a derogatory manner, people still talk about Opie. Okay. They do it at Compound. They do it on Guest Digital sometimes. Like, Opie's a name that still comes up. And people go like, you know, and of course it's in the context of, what is this guy doing? <laughs> well, right. Yeah. So I want to reach out to the Revenge of the Sis guys and say, come on the show. Yeah, please. They'd be great. Open invitation. If you guys are bashing Stuttering John and Opie, uh, we yeah. got hope for you over here. Yeah, please. This this is right up my alley. I'm like, where do these guys come from? Yeah. Our, our welcome mat is rolled the fuck out. Yes. I'm excited about this. This is good. Other people are recognizing the fact that these has-beens are washed up. <laughs> you don't say. I love what, what Stuttering John is doing right now is... The most pathetic thing he could possibly be doing. Rather than continue his career and try new routes of entertainment, he's literally watching old clips from him from when he was on the Howard Stern show. from more than 30 years ago. And telling people, watch this part where Howard laughs at the thing I said. Yes. This is crazy. Yep. Let me give you an example. And and. You know, and listen to Howard fucking laughing his ass off, okay? Oh, my God. You You listen, okay? To Howard as he laughs his ass off. All right? You know, when I fucking goof on Baba Booey. Oh, then we're going to hear Howard as he laughs. <laughs> and and Robin as she laughs when I goof on the fucking mama monkey. It's, I called him a monkey face and everybody laughed. Wasn't that great? And then he actually plays the clip. Yeah. He on plays, his show, he's so excited about it. He plays a bunch of old ones. He plays a bunch of clips from it. And remember, he hates the pelican face. He yeah. talks about Howard Stern all the time, yeah. but he also still needs his appreciation. Oh, Howard laughed. Robin Desperate laughed. Desperate for approval. Desperate, Desperate for, for approval. it. Can I play a really closely yes, related one? Please. So this is number 24. He plays some clips from his old interviews, and then he goes into a thing that just fucking blows me away. When I when I let Howard in, he said on both interviews with the uh, underdog lady and the KKK guy, he said, John, man, great interviews, man. And, and you did it all on your own. And then he asked me to come to a writer's meeting. 
with Jackie and Fred, and I, I, I wrote questions for my idea, which was the Hollywood Squares, the Hollywood Squares. That was my idea. Oh. That was my idea. Now, first of all, <laughs> it's he, a game show. he plays a clip from more than 30 years ago, literally, and then is like, oh, my God, Howard loved it so much. Howard loved it so much. Dude, it's 2020. Move the fuck on I with know. your life. And then he goes, I got invited to a writer's meeting, and my idea was let's do exactly what they do on that game show that everybody watches on TV. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But it was my idea. It's not an idea. Hey, Carl, I had an idea for WATP. Yeah. Let's just do what they do on Jeopardy, exactly. We'll put out the answers. That's a good questions. idea. Did you but come up with that all by yourself? That's my idea. That's Clark. your idea. Don't you fucking dare take that idea. That's mine. I had another idea called Wheel of Fortune, WATP, but that's I'm, I won't get into that. Uh, and I love that he has been bashing Howard nonstop on his podcast. He talks about Howard every single episode. Yeah. He asked Monique from Radio Gunk to co-host with him. Mm-hmm. You know what Monique from Radio Gunk does for a living? Makes fun of Howard Stern. It's yeah. the only thing she does. And then he has the fucking balls to say this. I, I don't have any fucking, I don't have any problem with Howard. What? I really don't. You what know. talking about? I know people think I have sour grapes. I don't. I just told what? it like it is um, in my book. Because, that. I mean, that's what I do. I only wrote a book about how much of a dick this guy is. But I got nothing against him. But I wrote a book about him. He goes, people think I have sour grapes. No, we know you do. Yeah. We know you do. It's not a hidden secret. That's your defining characteristic. It's the only thing you're doing anymore. Yeah. It's talking about how Howard wronged you. Oh. This scorned fucking lover. It's unbelievable. He's watching videos. Oh, man. He used to laugh at my jokes. We used to be so happy together. Oh, my God. That's so pathetic. That's awful. You know what? I'm, I'm starting to feel bad for all these people. That's the that's gonna be the demise of WATP, because as you know, I'm very empathetic. Of course, compassionate Compa- Carl, compassionate Carl, coming out again. Yep. So I'm, I'm it's gonna be a, I'm gonna have a hard time with this at yeah. some point. Well, so John, as we've documented, my number twenty three, he loves to talk about old shit. What did I do? Oh. I did Conan O'Brien seven times. I did The Tonight Show two times. I, I did John Stewart one time. I played Little League ball, okay? <laughs> I couldn't wait to fucking get and and pop one of football. I love to get our championship trophy. <laughs> That's well done. Damn it. Fuck this guy. I, I'm glad you grabbed that. At the beginning of the show, he starts out talking about the Astros. Yeah. And that whole scandal. And he has to make it about him. Of course. I played Little League Ball. We all did. Oh. It's not impressive. Oh. No one's impressed by that. Oh. So he loves talking about old shit. I got a guessing game for you, Carl. Oh, good. Number 25. Okay. Uh, Flintster, the next Stern talking to is going to be about the U.S. Um, open sores. I'm going to do that with Monique from Radio Gunk. So here's the guessing game. What year did U.S. open sores come out from Howard Stern? I'm going to have to guess 94. It was a mail-order VHS tape from 1989. (laughs) They're going to review a mail-order cassette from 1989. That's what they're talking about. And that, for John, is actually pretty contemporary, because here's my number uh, 26. Oh, yeah. Let me just ask you a question. So So he's talking about the fact that he was on Anthony Cumia's show 
once. Yeah. And Anthony Kumi actually can do good impressions. Yeah. And John just jumped on the bandwagon and started doing Columbo. And now he thinks he can both do the impression and tell funny jokes. And he does two minutes of this. I cut this down. He does two minutes of this on a show. Let me just ask you a question. So you take it up the ass or not? I mean, just tell me. And if you take it up the ass, is that like is that like the first time? Is that like is that like Captain Kirk boldly going where no man has gone before? Let me ask you. And just one more thing. Groundbreaking comedy, John. All right, my question to you, Carl. If you yes. had to guess, yeah, the original seven season run of Columbo. What year did that go off the air? I'm gonna guess like '82, maybe. 1978. Jesus Christ. 1970 fucking eight is where his fucking references are at, dude. Yeah, I mean, like Anthony Kubia is even worse, but I hear what you're saying. What are we even doing here? And uh, I'm not again two two and a half minutes of that. Yeah. <laughs> what else do I have? I think I have one more thing on. No, I had the Colombo impression. We got a uh, a phone call. Oh, do you have something else on? on yeah. John? Do you mind if I throw yeah, a few more stuttering John clips? So let's, let's do it. Now, Carl, I don't know if you know this. I don't, this might be a surprise to you. John's in Mensa. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I sure do. Uh, here's number 21. I know that he says that he's a Mensa member. Then the weed was awesome. Smoked it last night. I watched Jeopardy. Killed it. Killed it. Well, that's because I'm in Mensa. Oh, boy. Now, as you know, the mark of a true genius yeah. is that you sit home in your underpants, smoke weed, weed, and watching TV. Yes. That's the mark of genius right there. And then and, and you also want to brag about everything you've ever accomplished nonstop. That's also how you know someone's super successful and smart. Especially when what you do is watch TV and then <laughs> brag about it. That's the mark of you true genius. You played Little League too, Crouch. Give him that. Well, yeah, you're right about that. So, uh, and uh, my apologies to anyone who's eating lunch right now. Number 22 is more of his Mensa nonsense. At, wherever you're listening to this, at whatever time you're listening to this, we're giving you the energy you need. Yes. You know, the cheese-like substance found on the foreskin under the uncircumcised penis that's the that's the uh webster uh definition of schmegma look it up i'm not in mensa for nothing oh, i am too smart i am too smart smrt fucking genius john genius well he knows what schmegma is by it's the way genius. fun fact that was the first name of my high school band yeah i believe that we all know what schmegma is yeah it's not I, impressive. I actually have your demo eight track at home. It's not bad. It's, yeah, not bad. It's not good. Now he is the new John. Here's my number twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is great. <laughs> I can love this guy. I don't follow Artie. He's been horrible to me, but it's okay. I'm fine with it. I'm. This is the new John. Much calmer John. Yep. Uh, address the fact that I said I had a million downloads. Flinster. Yeah. Yeah, you want me to show you the fucking screenshot? Get the fuck over here. Actually, it's over a fucking million one hundred thousand now. Fucking assholes. All of you. Fuck you. So that's just a little example of what the new calmer John is. Well, also, he's been saying since January that he's doing a new thing now. He's not going to be angry and seek revenge. And he's threatening harm on me. Yeah. And lawsuits, which, yeah. by the way, you can't do both. you got to do one or the other. <laughs> yeah. That, Fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. Pick yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Either you're going to break my legs or sue me. Yeah. Pick one. Uh, uh, number 29. Let's get more into the intellectual heft. By the way, my legs look pretty easily breakable. <laughs> I don't know which one of those I'd I prefer, but I'm yeah. just throwing it out there if you wanted to do one of those things. 
my mansion in Canoga Park, where I am now. You can see my two Star Wars posters there behind me. Episode one, that's original poster from George Lucas. All right, now look, this ain't going to win me any friends. If you're over the age of 12 and you have Star Wars shit in your house, you really need to reevaluate your fucking choices. Maybe pick up a couple books that don't have pictures in them. Maybe, like, do something with your fucking brain besides sitting watching a fucking space opera. What the fuck are you doing in your life? Now, on top of all that, the poster that he's got... It's episode one. Yeah, the movie that even Star Wars fans don't like. Everyone and they're fucking it. Star Wars fans. Everyone hates They love movie. shitty movies. And that movie <laughs> is too shitty for them. And then he goes, that's an original from George Lucas. Bull fucking shit. You bought that at Spencer Gifts on the clearance rack. Like all the other Star Wars episode one bullshit. That well, the Revenge there. of the Sis guys figured that... That was donated to the Howard Stern show, and nobody fucking wanted it because it's Phantom Menace. Probably. So he just grabbed it, and now he's acting like he's friends with George Lucas, to which I say... Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? There you go. Well, because if you came to my house, I got a Jimi Hendrix poster that I got from Jimi Hendrix himself. His, I don't think that's true. His ghost. His he, He's one of my spirit guides, Carl. You can't take that away from Bullshit! By the way, can I just point out, and I know that this is the dumbest thing you can do, is... Talk about things that people can't see. But you have to walk through my Star Wars room to get yeah. over to where we podcast. You know, I have tons of Star Wars shit over here. That's right? why That's why I toned down my Star Wars hate <laughs> just Thanks. for this day. Thank you for that. Normally, I go on a couple more minutes about it. I appreciate it. I have a Boba Fett skateboard deck. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. It's in the blister pack. <laughs> Moving on. Number 30. Let's talk about beer. And then Baba Booey, to his much big lip fucking monster fucking face delight. Came in to tell me. I said, so did you work it out with Heineken? They said, yeah. They said, fuck, John. Well, guess what, Heineken? Fuck you. You fucking assholes at Heineken. I never drank your shitty beer anyway. I drank Amstel Light. Now, the reason that's funny it's is because... Amstel Light is made by Heineken. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly like saying, fuck you, Budweiser. I won't drink your piss water beer. I only drink Bud Light. Yeah, that's, that's what amazing. he just said. The fuck is wrong with this idiot? Also, he's still talking about Baba Booey's big lips and That's, teeth. Like, is this? It comes who is up, this funny to? It comes up multiple times every show. You haven't seen this guy in sixteen years. He wouldn't return a text from you. Yeah, no shit. They want nothing to do with you, they've and all, you're actually like you're still goofing on him like your buddies. They've all got you blocked on Facebook. Right. Nobody's <laughs> picking up the phone for you, buddy. That's so fucking weird. This is my last one. I'll, I'll torture you with for stuttering, John. Yeah. And it's fucking gross. Dude, but this is what this is when he's not screaming at his own listeners. Number 31 is what he talks about when left to his own devices. And I was like, I was like dreaming about fucking this chick Daphne who was like, you know, my ex girlfriend's friend. I did end up making out and sleeping in bed with Daphne. I never banged her, but in my dream, I was banging her and uh. I woke up with a massive heart on, but then when I tried to jerk up, I couldn't come. Oh my god, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god. So, I know there's a lot of people out there that want to hear what a 55-year-old guy is masturbating to in bed, but I'm not one of them. (laughs) And dude, if you can't even fucking masturbate correctly, maybe don't go spreading that out into the universe. Maybe keep some of that shit to yourself. Dude, who (laughs) fucking cares as to whether or not or when or what you masturbate to? What the fuck planet is that possibly fucking interesting on? And I wanna, What the fuck is going on here? I want to point out that when people say that you're lying about your 1.1 million downloads, it's because your show is terrible. Yeah. I agree. Oh my he God. He definitely 
has 1.1 million downloads. That's not that impressive. His name is Stuttering John Melendez. He's a famous person. Yeah. But it, there's no one actually listening to the show no, as we download it. Not at all. And, the, I mean, you can see the counts on the YouTube videos. Yeah. Are, uh, there's nobody listening to this. Well, the only people who are listening are hate listening. Yes. Which is great. Those are the people <laughs> in the chat shouting these fucking questions about why are you such an asshole. And I want to play an example of one of the hate listeners because... We got a couple of voicemails. They lasted way too long, so I cut them down. But this is a guy who hate listens to Stuttering John. It's pretty funny. Between Florentine Levy and Modi, their their sticking point is how wild and crazy they were on the road. And these stories John promised us, um, like they were a motley crew in the heyday traveling around. But reality, my Division II college football team had, uh, we had more, we did the same pranks on the road. We farted on buses. Uh, we peed in buckets. You know, we made fun of fat girls. It's 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 hilarious that John touted this wild uh, podcast. Um, how zany they were, and it's literally yeah. stuff that everybody does. Not, not groundbreaking at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? This guy, this caller. Yeah. You should start a podcast and talk about how you masturbate in bed. Yeah, that's the that's the next logical step. But it is funny because. On this whole glory days trajectory that John is on now, yeah, he's gone back and interviewed people he used to do comedy tours with to talk about what happened on the comedy tours. And God bless guys like Bob Levy and Jim Florentine for playing along with it. Yeah. But those guys have other shit to do. Yeah. They're actually still doing shit. And I guess that the other episode, I haven't listened to all of a sudden John's podcast because I don't hate myself, <laughs> but I guess... He had an author on who wrote a book about ACDC. Yeah, I, did. I saw that in the feed. And Okay, so this guy who hate listens, listened to that, nice. and he offered uh, this information about it. The best part of just the, the podcast with the ACDC writer is John asks him if he's published or self-published and what she makes more money on. So the gentleman gives a, a long answer with a, a, who he's used publishing previously and with which books. And uh, right when he's done, John says, sorry, I wasn't listening. I was blocking people using the N-word, like blatantly just ignoring his guest and makes him give the answer all over again. Oh, Uh, (laughs) could you imagine when you're an author of a book, you're just trying to get as much promotion as possible. There's a billion books. No one's buying them. Yeah, So you'll go on any show. Oh, Southern John's going to have me on. Can you imagine this poor person's going, why the fuck did I come on this show? I'm not going to sell a single, I'm not going to have a single audio download from this fucking show. Yeah. Nobody's listening to this. All right. So you, you've you always said, who are these podcasts? We listen to shitty podcasts so you don't have to. Yeah. Now this guy listens to shitty podcasts so that you, Carl, don't have to. I don't have to. This is what amazing. Fuck, man? This is good. I will tell you that my buddy... Matt Lewinsky, a.k.a. the podcast Hitman. Oh, he's a genius. On Twitter, has given me so much information about all of these great episodes that Seamus has been putting out. Oh, nice. And I haven't been able to get to them enough. You and I got to do a bonus episode. I just yes. want I just want to zoom in, especially on this mostly normal podcast that he does with his girlfriend, Carly. It's still coming out? Oh, Oh, it is. Oh, In fact, yes, I have in. a couple teaser clips Nice for this bonus episode that you and I need to record. But first... Don't tell me if you don't like my show. <laughs> don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... 
Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Because that's absurd. <laughs> that song kills me, dude. Holy yeah, it's shit. great. Somebody uh, tweeted at me a picture of that song showing up on their Spotify playlist. Like, fuck! That was going to be in my head. This is... I love it when Todd is talking to his girlfriend, Carly. And anyone who's a new listener, there's this guy named Patrick Michael slash Seamus McKillian slash Todd. Yeah, there's a lot of lore to cut through to get to who this guy is and why we care so much. He puts but, out 20 podcasts. Yeah, just trust us. We care about this guy. And it's I inter- am a- the interesting part about him is that he puts out 20 podcasts, but not the same 20 podcasts. As quickly as he starts a new show, he drops off from other shows. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what shows he's actively putting out right now. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. But thankfully, Matt Lewinsky listens for us oh. and just sent me some timestamps to check out. So I thought this was interesting because we get a little glimpse. Oh, Jack Eichel just scored another goal. Woo. Five to one Sabres. Uh, we get a little glimpse. <laughs> <laughs> People love the Sabres updates. Yeah. Crush. It's what they ask for. Yeah. We get a little glimpse into what his habits are. Because remember, the thing about Seamus that's fascinating to me is that he's a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. And you wonder, what are you going to do with all this free time? Obviously, he's an artist, he's a comedian, he's a podcaster. Musician, yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of things. Yeah. But what else is he doing with all this free time? Well, you know, I take a three-hour bath in the morning. So when I get up and day, you know, (laughs) that's not normal. But to me, it's normal. It's still so weird to me. Right, there's. A I don't lot know of... how you sit in there that long. I would get, I get uncomfortable after a while. You know it's weird. I don't even get pruny either. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> did Did you think he was joking at first? Did you think when he said he takes a three hour bath, you're like, okay, what's the joke gonna be? Yeah. And then his girlfriend goes, yeah, that's kind of fucking weird, dude. You're in the bathtub for three hours every day. Here's a guessing game for you. How many rubber duckies does he have in that tub? <laughs> Run of bubbles, Carly! Get in here with the bubbles! This guy's amazing. He's like Kim Jong-un. I can stay in a bath for three hours and not even prune up. When I play golf, I hit a hole-in-one every single time. And I can take a remote control and put it all back together. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, we know that he has two young children at home. And we don't hear Carly on his podcast very often because I assume being a mother and a working full time to support the family, she probably doesn't have a lot of time to podcast. One would think. One would think. But apparently, after eight days after giving birth, he's pulling her in to do a podcast. We're going to be talking about anything and everything here. And it's going to be kind of a place where we can kind of regroup on everything. Talk about things, you know, different things that we're feeling. You know, the fact that we have a newborn who's only what, eight days old. Yeah. And then a, a two-year-old, two two and some change. Almost two and a half. That's right, oh, young shit. young ones. Croach, dude, you have kids. You got an eight-day-old infant there. When your son was eight days old, <sighs> were you grabbing? The mother and saying, hey, let's do a podcast together right now. Oh, I stuffed that Zoom recorder right in her face. <laughs> what are you feeling, honey? What's going on? Want to take a three-hour bath with me? Come on. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. I, I mean, first of all, congratulations, Seamus. Congratulations, Seamus. That's awesome. Second of all, oh, my God, I am terrified. Holy fuck. I just hope. W, and this is my goal. You know, people ask you, what do you why do you even podcast? What, yeah. What's the point? Here is my goal. I hope... WATP is still around when Seamus' kids start their podcasts. 
so that we can continue to make fun of this guy's family for years to come. Their podcast is going to sound like the Basic Witches. Yeah, It'll just be them recounting their childhood traumas and how they've fought for decades to overcome it and still can't. That's yeah. my prediction. You think there's going to be some daddy issues? I mean, Is that what you think? Maybe. Well, we'll <laughs> maybe. So apparently because Seamus is so busy with podcasting and comedy and music and watching movies and TV shows yeah. and not understanding what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, not understanding any of them. <laughs> apparently he doesn't spend a lot of time with his girlfriend, which Carly admits in this clip. Yeah, so I guess that's what really why we're doing this in a lot of ways. Just kind of have something to do with something that is ours. This is our show. Yeah, and something to do together. Yeah. A lot of the times we don't. Ooh. Yeah. The only time Carly gets to spend time with her boyfriend is if she goes on a podcast with him. Yeah. Because that's all this guy is ever doing. Yeah. Is podcast. That the red light is always on. He's always recording something. So I love wow. the fact that they decide, all right, we're just going to uh, react to things that are in the news. You know, we're going to scroll through the Facebook feed and we're going to react to that. Brilliant. They react to a story that neither of them has read. They know none of the details, but they have a strong opinion about it. Point is, is uh, this family decided to have a gender reveal party, and their gender reveal was very different. I'm not sure how it's supposed to go, but it ends in a car fire. What? Because, oh, yeah. I think I saw yeah. it. I didn't look at it, though, but yeah. They, I don't know what they were trying to do. Something to do with smoke coming out blue. Like I guess the, oh. the car was rigged with some sort of explosive. There's supposed to barrel out the windows, I guess. Or something. I don't really know the whole thing behind it, but it's like you guys really just went the extra mile. Like, why not do balloons or cake right, keep it simple. like everybody else? This guy <sighs> refuses to prep for his own show. Yeah. He will never, ever prep. Not even by mistake. He could have read that by mistake <sighs> and knew what he was talking about. But instead, he shows up so ignorant of the information that he's talking yeah. about. It's incredible. And unfortunately, there isn't an IMDb page. For this gender reveal party saga. Yeah. So he, has, he can't even look it up and tell you the length of it. He can't or, even do the Robin Quivers and just be reading it for the first time. Right. As there. <laughs> Mispronouncing everyone's name. This is the headline I saw. Isn't that shocking? That's crazy. What happened? I don't know. Who fucking knows? It's just the headline. By the way, you just made me think of something. Uh-oh. Somebody sent me a note and said, you make fun of Opie all the time. We do? Opie was a hole on Opie and Anthony. Yeah. He added nothing to that show. Yeah. Robin Quivers is Opie. And he laid out a lot of reasons why, and I tended to agree with all yeah, of them. I can see that. I'm wondering if maybe at some point... Now, unfortunately, Robin tried to do a side project. She wanted to have like an Oprah-style show. I remember they that. They actually did a pilot. I think I, they did a few episodes. Yeah, I remember It never that. made it to it's the air. It's awful. Oh, it would have been oh. great if it had. Well, didn't... She did like a, a version on Sirius. She had a roundtable show yeah. on Sirius for okay, a little yeah. while. That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, yeah, Robin yeah. and Friends. But she was actually doing like a TV show pilot and it never, it never went anywhere. So, unlike Opie, we don't get to hear her outside of the show. Yeah. But we might want to break that down at some point. Just how awful Robin Quivers is. Yeah. Because she sucks. And boy, she didn't get any better over the years. She's gotten much, much worse. Yeah. It's crazy. So you think after 40 years of the same job, you'd maybe like hone in on the skills or something. Oh no. She's gotten much, much lazier. Yeah. Much, much lazier. Now she's impossible to fire. She's just, (laughs) oh man. So the last thing that I want to play for you is they're talking about Whitney Cummings new comedy special. Oh boy. I think it's on Netflix. I don't know. Whitney Cummings has a new comedy special out. 
And Seamus and Carly both watched it. And they're going to give their review of it here. Oh, I can't wait. I know. Our overall special, what do you think? You laugh a lot? Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was all right. Yeah, it was good for what it was about. I mean, yeah. she stuck to her subject matter. And uh, I like I like a good, or let's say a confident female stand-up comedian. Somebody who knows their material and is confident when they tell it. <laughs> what? So his breakdown of why she's good is because she knows her material well. And yeah. she sticks to her material. Which a lot of comedians just get off and just start telling other people's jokes. Not Whitney Cummings. Wow. She just does her material. That's a hell of a review. She and does. can you imagine someone who's been doing stand-up for as long as Whitney Cummings, who's had four hour-long comedy specials, is confident yeah. when she tells jokes? Imagine that. It's amazing. Oh, excuse me. Holy shit. <laughs> Crozier's fucking Dr. Pepper is... Uh, yeah, coming up on me, Coming folks. up Sorry. on you. All right. I have to play... Uh, a segment that we've gotten away from for a little bit, but it relates to this. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. Cool, I got a few for you. Good. All right, so let me start off the cringe of the week because this is Whitney Cummings' podcast. <laughs> She's a podcast? Of course she does. Of course she does. Yeah, that was a stupid question. Sorry. Stupid question. So this came in from Jason <laughs> Nick, which is at jnick30 on Twitter. And when you think about a comedian having a podcast, you'd like to think that it's funny. One right? yeah. you'd hope like that's why you would listen to a comedian having a podcast yeah she has a guest on named kate upton are you familiar with kate upton i've heard the name yeah so kate upton is a beautiful blonde-haired woman who i'm pretty sure is met with laughs at everything she says yeah because you don't have to be interesting when you're a knockout people will just act like you're amazing in every single way yeah whitney cummings included yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why, but she posted this and she said, she asks people this question, what's the best gift you've ever gotten? And she says, this is Whitney Cummings saying this, that this was the best answer she's ever received to that question. Okay. Kate Upton's best gift she ever received. Strap in people. All right. What's a good one? What's the best wedding gift uh, you got? I got, well, I, I put it on my registry. I got a Roomba that I just loved. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> Why am I laughing like Rodney Dangerfield? Why are you laughing at <laughs> Did all? Did you already yeah. give me your emphysema or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Kate came in. She's like, I'm sick. <laughs> um, uh, that's so funny. You have a Roomba zooming around your house? Oh, love it. And then I returned some of the gifts people got me and bought another Roomba. Two <laughs> Roomba. <laughs> I, you know what's so weird? I, I was trying to write a joke about this in my last special is that when a Roomba gets stuck under a couch. You know, when it gets stuck and it's trying to yeah. go, I feel bad for it. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That I is get, so weird. I, I get like emotionally attached to them because they like, because when you see them get stuck, you're like, oh, buddy. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, come on. <laughs> Please. Suck, suck, suck. <laughs> I don't have you for nothing. You getting bored of these uh, What do you Roomba mean jokes? I have to walk over oh, there and I, uh, get you out coming. of there? I would never think of getting someone a Roomba. Oh, love it. That's so funny. It love just it. like says something going like, you're lazy. Yeah, literally. You're a terrible like, wife. I am. 
she registered. <laughs> but we know. Right. I forgot about Roombas. I didn't realize they were still happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then now the new ones, they go back to their little pod and they empty themselves and then go back to the exact spot they left See, out. See, that creeps me out. That's like some Black Mirror Don't shit. you have a robot? Like, that why does that creep you out? <laughs> I don't know why. If it has like eyeballs and looks like me, I'm fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) If it's in my spitting image, I'm totally okay with it. Wow. Your podcast stinks. (laughs) Your podcast stinks. So she registered for a gift for a wedding, yeah. and someone bought the exact gift that she wanted. And, and then she enjoyed it. And then she enjoyed it. And then it, it actually worked out really well for her. That's fucking And shocking. she enjoyed it. And Whitney Cummings is beside it, herself in laughter. I, I guess, ah, boy, when you've got a 34 triple D, you don't need comedic timing? <laughs> no! Even among women. Even among straight women. Yeah. It's wow. still the funniest thing they've ever heard. Wow. Yep. So that's cringe of the week. What do you got, Croge? All right, I got a couple cringies for you, Carl. Beautiful. Uh, This first one, uh, number 33, this is from a podcast that I do not recommend, but I enjoy anyway. It's called Bizarre Albums. This clip is a musician that you and I have had the misfortune of seeing, Dan Aykroyd. (laughs) Oh, musician. (laughs) And and <laughs> world famous rapper Tom Hanks. Oh fuck. These are they these two are in character from their film Dragnet from the 80s and this is them singing 33 Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. I almost don't want to listen to this. It's amazing. Can I take my earbuds out? See that stream we're just in time. We have stumbled into a major crime. They got the girl off right. Now that's not nice. I think she is a subject of a sacrifice. We're putting this party on ice. But first you know we really ought to read them their rights. Read them their rights. Read them their rights. Well, I'm here tonight to rap about your rights. Because right now you're in trouble. Don't have to say nothing at all. Y'all got two calls and you better make them on the table. Wow. Now that, I, I think, is... The predecessor to Master K. I mean, they, they've, got, <laughs> they've got your production skills right there. Yeah, the drum no machine's at 10. No shit. The vocals are at 4. <laughs> they sound like shit. They rhyme trouble with double. I mean, what yeah. the fuck are we doing here? Uh, this happened recently on a show? This was, well, the podcast just came out. The That song is from like 1980-whatever. Whatever. Okay. That, the film Dragnet came out. Okay. But I got I, I I need to know if it came out at the same time Master K was cutting his albums. <laughs> because I'm starting to think that they might have bit off me a yeah, little bit. I think there's a lawsuit there. I think so. Holy shit, that's terrible. Yeah, man. that's amazing. That's embarrassing. I mean, I like I knew Dan Aykroyd sucked at music. I had no idea <laughs> the level of which Tom Hanks could suck at music. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's terrible. Now there uh now look, Carl, I don't feel good about this. I uh, wasn't gonna do this to you. Uh, <laughs> but I had to talk to my spiritual guy, Jimi Hendrix. He, yeah. he lives above my left shoulder, as you know. I've seen him. And he told me we should uh, play this. Now, look, these are three clips from your show last week. I did not oh, edit fuck. the clips at all. But I, <laughs> but I added some music and sound effects just to just to keep things moving. Oh, fuck me, dude. Uh, by the way, episode 200 is going to be roasting WATP again. Are we, can we save it? Or? Uh, the You'll have new of, material for that, The too. name of this game is... But the, the, the material's limitless, Carl. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. point. Um, <laughs> the name of this game is... Can Carl say the word picture? This is uh, 34. <laughs> I know I have at least once, because I was paying attention. All right. Who asked him to take their picture? You see how he says that? Picture. Oh, proud of you. Thank you. I've been working at it. Nailed it. <laughs> and 
Weeze assumes that he means they want a picture with him. <laughs> I was two for three, though. But, but couldn't even make it through the sentence. Let's do the next one. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man, you're Opie. Of course they want a picture. Oh, no, 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 no. They just handed me my their phone and asked me to, to take a picture of it. See, now that one, you could even hear you and yeah. you're thinking about it. What's funny is I, I've known you 20 years. I've never even noticed this other than the people on Reddit bringing it up. Dude, that T and CH, I feel like is interchangeable in that word, right? I you can put those things anywhere. Maybe it's a Rochester thing. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Here's the last one. I have learned a lot about how bad I am at talking <laughs> from doing a podcast. <laughs> it's one of the great side effects. Opie takes a picture. Now, I looked at this picture. Oh, I, you did? I, I, didn't, look, I didn't look at it. Opie takes a picture with him and Weeze. <laughs> oh. Rapid fire! Yeah, I can't. I, I can't talk about pictures anymore. Yeah. I need to stop talking about them. I, I need to say photos. Yeah, photograph is where you gotta go. Yeah, have you seen this photograph? I was looking at this JPEG. <laughs> this ping on the internet's amazing. Yeah, there you go. Fuck me. All right. Well, that was a good game. You weren't. I love that. Well, I wasn't gonna do this. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I had to. I it was a sense of duty. Okay. Anything else that you have to play? I'm done. You're done. Well, that's good news because it means it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's episode of WATP in order to tease that episode. I dig it. And I don't even know what's going to happen yet. We haven't done it yet. Yeah. But we know what podcast we're going to be reviewing. And it is this one. You have another day to fix the shit that yes, you hey, fucked man, up hey, the look, day man, before. Guess what? You got two options. <laughs> and I always I say this all the time. You got two options when you got when you got when you got uh, adversity that you're facing. Uh, fix it or fuck it. Basically. You fix it if you can. If you can't, you say fuck it. It's really. I'm a Virgo. It's really hard for me to say fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Virgos. I don't know nothing about astrology. <laughs> I just know the Libras are supposed Virgos to be the coolest. Virgos are loyal. Oh, my best friend is a Libra. My I just know Libras are supposed to be the coolest. Is, no, you don't know that. I did, that's what I heard. <laughs> I thought it was all you like You must me. be a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> More astrology talk. Yeah, holy shit. Well, see, I'm a Scorpio, so I talk over everyone all the fucking time. What the fuck is wrong with I'm a Sagittarius, so I suck at podcasting. Yeah, I Everyone knows that. Holy shit. Do you know what show this is, Crush? I don't. I couldn't make heads or tails of that. Okay. This is Expeditiously with Tip T.I. Harris. That's right. That's the rapper T.I. who has wow. his own podcast. This wow. is a suggestion that came in from Nick Fignilli, and he, we appreciate that. He doesn't auto-tune his podcast? He doesn't auto-tune his podcast. What is that? How would you even know it was T.I.? Or get professionals. <laughs> I love how upset you are. You've heard his music, dude. I it's am. all auto-tune. Yeah. All right, sorry, go ahead. No, he has a podcast where there's not a lot of production value to it, apparently. Wow. Holy shit. So that'll be fun. We'll be listening to T.I.'s podcast. I think, isn't this the guy who's famous for making sure that his daughter is a virgin? That's right, yeah. The guy that brought his daughter to the gynecologist for her 18th birthday. Yes. And had the gynecologist text the results. Yes. Could you imagine being that <laughs> concerned with a family member's vagina i mean for real like for think real. about that for a second and wow. he was he was proud of it yeah. he didn't try to hide it 
Yeah, he's the one that announced it. <laughs> he's the one who told hey, everyone. everyone. Guess what I just did? Yes. I had a doctor inspect my daughter's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Holy shit. So this should be fun. Yeah. I can't awesome. imagine this won't be fun. All right, cool. Hey, the we're going to play just a couple of voicemails after the outro. The other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick is it's uh, everyone's having a lot of fun doxing me lately and uh, putting all sorts of things on our subreddit. And it's, it's all fun and games until people who want to ruin my life can easily find out who I am. Yeah. And I realize I don't do a good job of hiding it. No. I've done a terrible job over the years. Yeah. But if we could all just try to make it a little bit difficult, because this has literally happened to me already. So I'm just asking for the people out there who are, you know, doctoring videos with 9-11 footage and whatever else might be going on. <laughs> if you could kind of cool off on that, you know, mentioning the company that I, I'm part of. If we could just kind of cool it on that, yeah, maybe, that'd be amazing. Maybe block out the last name. Because honestly, if I could just not have my life ruined for a few more months, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. I'd really appreciate that. Croach, I want to thank you so much for coming oh, on. Thank you for having me. And co-hosting the show. You always bring it. Anything that you want to plug, my friend. Yes, I will be on the subreddit later. My name is I Heart Stuttering John. Come join me. So please, join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Farting in the mush pits. I almost said, who are these ponies? <laughs> I swear to God, we're going to find out who are these ponies. Fuck me. Of morning radio. Sabres won five to two. Oh, <gasps> Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Vagina stitches in her. Who fucking cares? Uh oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. <laughs> there been no laughs. None. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Masturbate. <laughs> Just saving that one for you. Oh, man. So Vic is not here to read reviews. But I'm not taking it personally or anything, Vic. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So now we know for sure that Vic is a woman. <laughs> this is This is proving it. All right, let's listen to some voicemails real quick. And then, oh, also, that's the other thing I want to talk about. I talked about the fact that we did a bonus episode with Dick Masterson this week. Tomorrow, which comes out on Tuesday, I will be on Dick Masterson's show. He got the footage of footage. He got the audio from when Maddox was on the Don and Mike show, which was the thing that broke Maddox back yeah. in, I believe, the what, early 2000s. What started it all. What started it all. Yeah. And somehow somebody found this. Wow. And Dick said, I, I want to play on the show. Come on and let's talk about it. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So definitely tune in to The Dick Show this week. And uh, all right, let's listen to hear what people have to say about WATP. Hey, I just want to say that uh, I've been enjoying your podcast. I've been having some memory loss lately. And uh, I thought that... Uh, 
that I had you downloaded, but I'm enjoying it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hopefully, hopefully my memory come back. Um, huh. But yeah, I just wanted to say great show. I'm, uh, no wonder I, I was listening to it before. I just want to say, well, good show. Good show. All right. And then uh, he called back again a little bit later. Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, I've been enjoying your show. I've been having some memory problems lately. And uh, I saw that I had you downloaded on my uh, Spotify account. And it's a good show. I just wanted to say great times. Hopefully hopefully I remember what the, this is about. I'm uh, I'm going to be listening to some of the episodes to, see what, uh, to trigger some memories. All right. Thank you for the show, man. It's a, it's a good show. Good show. All right. Yeah, there you go. Keep dealing with those memory issues. Yeah. WATP, very popular among uh, amnesiacs, hemophiliacs, the deaf community. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, you know, if you're a patron of this show, which I'm sure everyone listening is. Of course. You get access to Vic's cell phone number. And some people take advantage of this. Yeah. Hey, Carl. So I know on the last episode... Uh, we found out that Vic has low self-esteem and that she's got daddy issues. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. I was texting her for two days straight, all these insults, and I still don't have any feet pics. Um, what am I doing wrong? Call me back. I'd have to see the insults themselves. It sounds like you have the right strategy. Yeah. Maybe you're not executing it correctly. Yeah. That is the right thing to do, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everyone could just start insulting Vic... And uh, especially because you know that she has daddy issues now. Yeah. Make sure that you're doing that. See, I'm actually at a secret Patreon tier. Vic calls me every Tuesday morning and tells me what a fucking piece of shit I am. Yeah. And it it really gets me moving for the day. You know what I mean? That's actually me doing my Vic impression. fuck. Hey, John, you fucking asshole. Oh, my God. You fucking piece of shit. Fuck. Dude, I've been (laughs) bamboozled. Yep. Cause the room. Now that Fran Drescher is a big fan of WITP, you got to get her on the show. She's got a new sitcom to promote. All right? Pulling back your bag, Slopper. Yeah. Is, did they reboot The Nanny or something? What did they, I heard something about that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they reboot basically everything all the time. So, yeah, why the hell not? Yeah. All right. Um, oh, this is interesting. Somebody finally saw a picture of me on a picture. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> They saw a photo of me on the internet. <laughs> Fuck me. Hey, Carl. This is uh, Monica Lewinsky's aborted daughter. Um, I'm calling in. You don't believe her? I got to say, I was I was getting really worried when I heard all the people talking about how weird you look. <laughs> it started to make me wonder. I was really worried that you were going to be overweight. I'm freaking out. Panicking, thinking... Carl's not going to be able to make fun of fat bitches anymore. It was, it was getting me seriously worried. Uh, so I just got to say, I was really relieved when I found out you just looked like the an albino <laughs> But, um, I mean, you look like a goofball and everything, but, I mean, I think your confidence can make up for all that. Uh, I just I don't think it could make up for you being 300 pounds. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, just for the sake of your fans, your wife, Especially me, just please stay skinny so don't make fun of fat bitches. Yeah. Call me back. Good okay. advice. That's good advice. Did he call you an albino cripple? Something like that. It kind of cut out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard. That's wow, that's amazing. Why are you writing that down? Yeah. Is that is that your new name for me? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm changing the contact in my phone right I've now. I've gotten that a lot that people think that I'm fat before they, they see pictures of me. And I'm not saying I'm skinny by yeah. any means. Yeah, really. But it's interesting that for whatever reason, I guess my voice sounds fat. Yeah, I don't get that. And we listen to a lot of podcasts where the hosts, you can hear every extra hundred pounds of obesity on them. Yeah. Yeah, you listen to Rush Limbaugh, you're like, oh, this guy's fat. Yeah. Like, yeah. You kind of know. You listen to Don and Mike, you're like, oh, these guys are like three guys. <laughs> it's two guys, but it's like three guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Band practice guy Ooh. called into the show because we had a guy trying out a new catchphrase recently. I don't know if you remember that. So he says the hot Carl guy is a hack. Yeah. This nope. is the start of another rivalry. No comment on the white Sharia guy, though. No. <laughs> not, not yet. <laughs> All right. I think I have one more voicemail on here. I don't know what it is, so we'll find out. Hey, Carl, I just got a blowjob last night. You ever had a blowjob? Yeah. How many guys you been with? Don't get back to me. It was like the fish sticks joke. Yeah. Wow. It was interesting. Hey, you remember your first blowjob? How'd it taste? Ha 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 That actually would have been a lot funnier of a call. Wow. Than what that was. Yeah. All right. And you know the way that we like to wrap up the show here, because Crozier's the one who started it. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little something like this. Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. You guys should all just kill yourselves. Well, PJ started it. I just that's true. Clipped it out. That's true. <laughs> All right. Oh, so uh, the answer to my question is: I hear your breathing when I don't expect it to. So I thought you were fat. Oh, maybe this is the person who actually called in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that yeah. could be yeah. it. All right. There's a lot of breathing going on. Yeah. Wow, tw- ten bucks from twenty six k down the drain. Hey, John, my name's Nico. Big fan. I listen right now from Gary, Indiana. Can you give a shout out to my friends, Vic and Kaya? Hey, Vic and Kaya, Vic and Kaya. How you doing? This is Stuttering John giving you a shout out. And thank you, Nico. Hopefully I'll be in Gary, Indiana. Please, t- please tell me, Nico, uh, what is the comedy club in Gary, Indiana? I will, I will, uh, I'll, I'll send them an email. I'd love to be there too. I, uh, again, I've only been there once. Uh, Michelle, eighteen sixty one underscore eighteen sixty one. Will you be doing any stand up dates near Gary, Indiana? Uh, uh, I hope so. I mean, like, I finally took it upon myself. I followed the great Adam Hunter. He's like John because I asked him, like, you know, you know, I mean, you know, who books your gigs? He goes, I do, John. I go, really? He goes, yeah. I just find it. It's just easy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try that. And so far, I've been doing it. And I have some new dates uh, to announce because it just seems easier for me to just call them or or email them. So hopefully I will be in Gary, Indiana. I like to get – I don't – I've my band played in, uh, in in Indiana. We opened for Ted Nugent there, but I, I've never done stand-up there. Uh, 